Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Oh, the drama or the lack thereof. I guess the drama in the season finale of Mackie and Judd, write that down, is between the listeners and me, who's going to finish with the worst batting average? Because <laughs> we already know that Declan's having a 1941 Ted Williams like. I, I guess wow. there's some drama. Will Declan hit 400? That's the drama, right? Will Declan hit 400 here? That's sort of like your first one up. more. Will Phil the hit 250? <laughs> the Mendo- will Phil will reach the-, the Mendoza line? Will the listeners go 0 for 6, or will Mackie trump them and go 0 for 8? I sort of like Find that. out next. <laughs> failure underrated. Oh, we, Well, we do celebrate our failure on this show and on Purple Daily more than any sports talk show in America. We're the only shows that actually keep track of our predictions with statistics showing you just how wrong we are. Uh, we try to avoid our bosses seeing this information on a regular basis. Yeah, speak for yourselves. Yeah, actually, Declan uh, probably wants to forward this information to to our suits. But let's fire this thing up here. The season finale, the 2022 season finale of Write That Down. Uh, yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Presented by the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. February 24th through the 26th, the Midwest's largest golf show. Jumpstart your swing. Jumpstart your spring. Oh, yeah. Test out new clubs. Visit vendors, apparel, accessories, the latest tech, the latest golf vacations, and even come hang out with Judd and myself. Dex, you're going to be uh, you're going to be taking a little vacay, so you're not going to be there. That if, is correct. If people want to get Dex's autograph, they're going to have to wait until after the golf show at some point. Uh, but Judd, you and I are going to be there hanging out for podcasts on Friday afternoon and on Saturday afternoon. In fact, let me see here. I just want to pull the schedule up here. Friday. Uh, yeah, we're slotted between 2 and 4 o'clock on Friday and then uh, Saturday around the same time. So come hang out with us. Maybe cheers a drink at the 19th hole. Uh, MinnesotaGolfShow.com for tickets. MinnesotaGolfShow.com. Plus, you get a bunch of free rounds of golf and some other swag. When you buy those tickets, MinnesotaGolfShow.com. All right, here's how it works. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting average and home runs. And listeners, if you want to be like Jamie and be a guest listener participant, you can just hit us up 
through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab. Send a note to Declan. We'll get you scheduled sometime over the next few weeks. All right, boys. Um, let's get to the accountabilities here. This is the, the final accountability session of the 2022 Mackie and Judd Write That Down season. We'll start with Judd. You had a few things come off the board here. You said the Twins would fire a member of their coaching staff this offseason. I don't think yep. they did. They didn't send, but usually they send out like a here's our coaching staff email or press release. They didn't even do I that. Seen, I haven't seen that one yet, but unless they did it in uh, fall and after the, the season. Medical guy doesn't count. Search. Not sure. Yeah, the trainer, does, the athletic trainer doesn't count because I said coaching mm-hmm. staff. Um, like Pete and, Mackey's and, still their pitching coach, right? Yeah. And I would like to say that that is, I, I, I mean, Pete must be at church every single day <laughs> to have survived. You're saying he's got maybe, or maybe he's got some dirt on the uh, the poll ads or something. I don't understand how. I don't understand why. I, I mean, if he had been put back in his original job, I guess I'd get it. But how did Pete Mackey? I, my God, have you ever seen a man emerge from a dugout and look more just like, oh my God, what's going on than Pete Mackey? You know, I gotta be honest. I stopped watching the Twins about three okay. years ago, so well, you know, I don't West even know Johnson, what he looks like. Little guy, he would take <laughs> off out there to the mound, but I mean, very, very confident. Yeah, uh, I, I guess. Like, I don't know enough about. It's hard to. I don't know enough about how Pete. I'm kidding, by the way. I watched two Twins games last year. Uh, I saw Pete go out to the mound one time. I don't know enough about him, but I do know that there had to be other more qualified candidates. Like they just kind of threw him in in, a, in an emergency because Wes Johnson right. left. So they either love the work that he did, or they just don't want to like. I don't know. Pay for a. I don't know. It's 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 got odd. A, a guy but. behind the scenes who runs the pitching staff and Pete listens to him. Yeah, uh, you said Shohei Otani will be traded by the Angels this off season. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think that's happening. Pitchers, catchers, no, no, like, no, reporting. No. So it's wrong. You said Derek Shelton will not be yeah. the Pirates manager to start the season. He is still the Pirates manager. So <laughs> don't poor guy. Incorrect. Uh, however, you did correctly say the Timberwolves would indeed trade D'Angelo Russell by the February 9th trade deadline. So congratulations to you and your family, Judd. Is that not close to a home run? Uh, when did you make I it? I don't know, man. There did was you, didn't you make of... it last week? Let me, Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. But I, I mean, Do- Doogie was downplaying the, the chances. There were a lot of people that didn't think he'd be traded. I hear you. I think... Yeah, we could. You guys just, know let's, I don't let's see when, for home runs. No, no. Let's see when the you prediction was know, made here. You guys know me. Let's see here. You said, oh, dude, you said it like two weeks ago. Yeah, well, I don't think this is a home said. run. I don't know. There's it, like his right. contract being up and him being. I mean, there's been so All many right. rumors. Don't expect me to trade in favors with you boys from now on. I don't know. Dex, what do you... <laughs> Don't expect me to be trading I don't in your favorite. I, I, I am not. I think we are knocking too close on the deadline, and, and the speculation was there. I mean, if it is, it's a Mauer There was no speculation shot. there. Um, there, yeah, there was, like, looking. Nuggets and Clippers rumors out there. All right. This is tough. This is, like, right on the border here. This I mean, is, like, like this is like what's the list of quarterbacks that can win you a Super Bowl? And like, it's, if like, Duke right at been- Kirk Cousins. If Doogie had been saying to expect a trade, I would say, yeah, 100%. But he was actually going the opposite way, and I kept telling you guys they got to trade this guy, and they did. But, any, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm <laughs> you know what? Out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to vote. It's a home run. 
Judd is right. Everything he was being told by Doogie and national people and stuff, I'm going to give Judd. Dex, if you want to fight me on this, we can bring it to write that down court. But I'm not going to fight you too hard on it. It's We can give him a home run. I okay. don't like it, but it's a home run. <laughs> you guys Judd doesn't, Judd doesn't get stuff. a lot of home runs in write that down. And I don't so. push my own doesn't mean he gets a agendas. One. It's just, okay. No, it's not a pity one. Our insider was saying, I, I don't see him being traded. Now you're denigrating Doogie. Yeah, now you're really denigrating. I mean, other people were no, saying No, I'm, I'm giving traded. him credit. I'm giving him credit. Oh! All right. Macadac, in trying to stay out of the cellar here in the uh, batting average race, did not do a good job. Oh, man. I t- this is one of the worst beats, too. Yes. I said, one of these five players at the WM Open would notch a hole-in-one. Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Colin Morikawa, Jonathan Vegas or Tony Finau. The, one of those guys would have a hole-in-one. Tony Finau came within like three rotations of a golf ball from oh, a hole-in-one. It was nuts. <laughs> so, But at the end of the day, it's an incorrect prediction. So, It's on my bucket just, list to go to that uh, hole 16 at the Waste Management Open. It looks like an absolute you have blast. to get there super early in the five morning, in the morning. And sprint. No problem. Yes, there, I, I can, I can sprint and drink. That's fine. There were people a.m. in line, and the line was super deep. Yeah. I would have no interest. Um, I said Kirill Kaprizov will register a hat trick by this week's Write That Down. He failed. I said the Wolves would win all three road games by this week's Write That Down. They won two of them. They went two and one. I uh, said Jordan McLaughlin. Well, this one's mathematically this one. I was At first, I was like, ooh, this one has a chance now. But Jordan McLaughlin, I said Jordan McLaughlin will play more total minutes for the Wolves this season than D'Angelo Russell. Well, I think because he missed like 30 games, I did some math on this. He'd have to literally play like every second of every game and overtimes or something, and uh, yeah. that's not going to happen. Okay. And I said the Wolves would win 55 or more games this season. That is no longer mathematically possible. So a bit of a bloodbath for old Macadac. All right, the listeners. Nate said the Wolves would be seven games under 500 by the All-Star game. Uh Uh-uh, not so fast with that negativity. Michael said Justin Jefferson and Christian Derrissaw would be first-team All-Pros. Well, Jefferson was, Derrissaw was not. Mm -hmm. Kyle said D'Lo would remain on the Wolves roster through the end of the season and some other things. Incorrect. It's part of a parlay. Travis said the Seahawks will have the offensive and defensive rookies of the year and the NFL comeback player of the year. They did have the comeback player of the year, but incorrect on the other ones. Uh, and then our guy Kyle from uh, Kyle Tige from Flagrant House said the Wolves would have at least two all-stars. They have one. His name is Anthony Edwards. On the positive side for the listeners, Jake said Justin Jefferson would get an MVP vote. Correct. And Flagrant House Kyle said the Wolves would trade a current. This is like before the season he said this. Uh, we'll trade a current player for a future asset. So they'll trade a current player for like a draft pick. And they did because they got second round picks in return uh, along with Mike Conley. So that is correct. All right, Declan, as you try, look at this, man. You're tra- you you came in batting 406, I believe. Yeah, I'm not going to. Oh, that's what Teddy Ballgame was at going into the doubleheader in 41. I think it was. Or no, I'm sorry. He was at 401 and ended at 406. Yes. That's what it was. And they offered to sit him if he wanted, and he said, F you. I'm not going out like that. I'm going to earn it, just like Declan decided to do here. That's what it was. You said Ricky Fowler would finish top three at the WM Open. He got a T10. Ricky Fowler's game is kind of back on point. back a little bit. We got full swing on Netflix. That's what I'm doing tonight. 
watching that. That's out this morning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody, one of the golf riders binged the whole thing starting at midnight, like stayed up all night watching it. That's awesome. Really excited. Uh, Jarek McKinnon records a touchdown oh, in the Super Bowl. God, what a bad he beat. He slid at the goal line. Yeah, but, I mean, oh, he totally did the right thing. Well, he cared. He, he cared more about his team than Declan. Well, that's Amazing. bad. Uh, so you said the Wolves would be a top-four team in the West at some point in the last two weeks. They were not. They sniffed it early in that window, but they did not get there. You said Rihanna would sing or feature the following five songs at her Super Bowl performance. Umbrella, Ponde Replay, SOS, Needed Me, This Is What You Came For. Uh, she got one of those, right? She did one, Umbrella. One of these <laughs> songs. Her catalog is absurd. Dude. You should have thrown Work, Work, Work in there. I thought, dude, I'm not exaggerating. I had like a dozen, and then I was telling my fiance about like how I had this a few, you know, a couple days going in the Super Bowl, and she's like, you forgot like four or five like absolute bangers. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah. she's got so many songs, it'll be fine. She has like 20 of them, yeah. It's, it's like, ridiculous. oh my God. You, just, you should have consulted the gal before I should you have. I, I should have. She should have given you the list. Yes. That's what should have happened. Yes, she should have. Um, The Twins will sign Michael Waka. He signed with somebody else like this Padres. morning or last yeah, night. Yeah, Padres, Padres, I think, okay. yesterday. Yeah. But you did you did redeem yourself a little bit. You said Chris Stapleton would go over in his national anthem. He hit two oh five on a two oh two over under, right? Yep, that is correct. So you hit this one, uh, according to Odd Shark. So with that, we know that Declan is the batting champion. Did Declan hit four hundred? Did Declan become the first player and write that down history to hit four hundred? He did four oh three. Oh my god, he kept it. Let's go. Let's go. Wow. What a performance. Nice. An all-time great performance by Declan yes. Goff in 2022. He finishes with a 403 batting average ahead of Judd's 329. Judd, you closed it uh, about 10 points in the final couple weeks. And uh, the listeners... Beat me out for the seller spot there. The listeners with a 270 oh average, and I finished dead last at yep. 262. Oh. Yep. The listeners, however, congratulations yeah, for the man. home run crown here. The Joey Gallo of uh, the Write That Down roster with 23 home runs to Declan's 17, my 16, and uh, slap hitting Judd with 11 <laughs> home runs. Is 23 a single season record? I believe it is. I was actually going back a few years ago. We collectively swing for way more home runs now than we did like yeah. four or five years ago. Not there was me. a couple of seasons where the changed. winner would ha- the winner would have like six home runs. I remember that. I'm not changing my style. <laughs> well, you've you've become a little more aggressive because you're up to eleven. A little, but I'm still crew like. So uh, with that, here are some featured home runs from the 2022 season. In case you guys forgot, so Jacqueline several months ago predicted that Declan would propose to his current girlfriend. By week one of the 2024 NFL season, she gave you like two years to do it. Declan did it like a month and a half later. So a home run from Jacqueline early in the year. Uh, Dex at one point had the Twins beating the Yankees in a blowout by at least five runs in a series, and he was correct about that, which rarely happens. I think that was a Garrett Cole start. Yeah, they yeah they up. did. They clowned Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, Royce said that Cat would play 50 games or fewer this season, that he would just miss a huge chunk of games because of injury. And uh, he was right about that. And then, Judd, you and I had some some big-time Byron Buxton bombs here. I said Buxton would homer in his first game after the All-Star break. You said he would homer in the All-Star game. And uh, we were correct on those 500-foot moonshots. But here's nice. the thing that I'm the most excited about. 
So we've had like career hit totals. We've had career home run totals. I went back last night through multiple different spreadsheets dating back to 2018 on this show. And I tallied all time batting averages for the history of write that down. Now we've been doing it for like seven or eight years. We've only been keeping track of statistics for five years. Okay. Declan's been on board for three years. And Declan, by a mile, is the best player in Mackey and Judd. Write that down. With a three eighty, <laughs> a three eighty six career batting average. Judd, a three twenty eight career batting average. I'm a paltry two sixty eight career batting average. I, th- I feel like I've, I've leaned a little too far into just swinging for home runs the last couple of years. So you might see you might see some more uh, singles. It's okay, Joey. In, right? <laughs> it's okay, Joey Gallo. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Listeners at 262 uh, career average. In terms of home runs, listeners with 42, which leads all time. I'm at 31, wow. which is second to Judd's 26. Declan with 25, but in two fewer seasons than Judd has played. So that's what it looks like. Those are your career statistics that we can just keep nice. track of going forward. The history of write that down. Um, wow. So an, an historic season for Declan Goff, batting yeah. 400, mm-hmm. putting his stamp on this mm-hmm. game. He is the man at the top of the mountain that we must all climb to defeat. What does that uh, guy on the left do? He makes correct predictions, unlike the other jokers <laughs> next to me. That's what, I, that's what I do. Why is he sitting there in silence while these other oh. two bozos talk? Because he's just thinking about his next write-that-down mm-hmm. yep. prediction. Exactly right. That's what's happening. All right, let's get him in. He's been waiting here in the uh, the green room, so to speak. Jamie is our guest listener predictor on Mackie and Judd today. Jamie, you're rocking the State of Hawk Purple Daily shirt because uh, you guys have the same hair, basically, from what we can see. <laughs> yes, yes. I had it first, though, because I'm much older. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You get credit, full credit. Yes. So, all right, we're going to get into the predictions here, but uh, tell us your background. When did you first become a long-suffering Minnesota sports fan, Jamie? Uh, my first Minnesota sports memory was the 1974 loss to the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. Wow. I remember I was at my uncle's house, and they were all watching the game. And that was the first time I heard my dad say, I will die before the Vikings win a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, man. So he there said is. it first. So your dad said it first. Yeah. And now uh, I'm starting to believe the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry so much. Yeah, you and, <laughs> and Judd are kind to of. Thanks you guys. I, I owe you guys all the credit. I am officially off the purple Kool Aid of that other station across town. Well, we. I mean, you know, you're welcome to listen to and consume whatever content you want, but we <laughs> we we appreciate uh, the loyalty there too. I think, like, I don't know. Somebody hit me up yesterday on Twitter and was like, "Why do you, why do you care if the Vikings win a Super Bowl?" Because a lot of fans care. We are the conduits. We are here as, you know, the, 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 I guess the party throwers, if you will. And if the guests that come into our house want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl, let's go and figure out a way to make that happen. You know, we have no control, but let's talk about the ways that we can, uh, if we were running the Vikings, that we can make that happen. So, like, that's the, that's the perception that we have. And if, I don't know, if people are just excited about nine win seasons and, one and done playoff trips, then like there's content for you out there. That's fine. You can you can listen to or watch whatever you want to. That's fine. So anyhow, so thanks for you the You guys are words. great at killing segments and it's entertaining and it's realistic. Yeah. Well, thank well, you. Well thank you, Jamie. We appreciate you, man. Um well you're you're first up in the batter's box here. You get the first prediction of the two thousand twenty three 
Write that down, season. We'll make three predictions each. We'll go around the room one at a time. So, Jamie, lead us off, man. So, um, I'm a big fan of Realistic Randy, too. And uh, he inspired this prediction because he said to come up with a hot take. So, this is a hot take. Um, The Chicago Bears will trade Justin Fields for multiple picks and get at least one first-round pick. And I think he'll end up in the AFC South. Wow. So, is, that, is that second part off the record or on the record? The AFC uh, South part. I mean, what's it got to be to be a home run? I, I oh, think no, I this, is good. this is a home run. Stop. Stop. Oh, yeah. stop. Don't, 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 don't worry about the, the division. It's actually okay. you're good. very interesting no, timing because uh, Jason Locke and Fora tweeted out like an hour ago. More than one NFL general manager came away from the, the senior bowl fairly convinced that Justin Fields will be dealt. Wow. It's the smart play. He's not that good yet, right? He's he's shown promise. Obviously, he's mobile, but he's already th- you know, going into year three of a rookie-scale contract. It's the smart play, but, but, but you also have to consider the absolute killing that you make by trading that first overall pick and getting more capital. Like, it's... I want my picks back. It's could you, not. E- could you trade them both and like you could you could trade them <laughs> and both trade and back. still wind up with like C.J. Stroud well, yeah, and yeah, a boatload a of assets, right? I mean, yeah. If you took a quarterback, still you could trade. The Bears could trade back to like the fourth pick, draft the third quarterback off the board, have an extra four picks in their back pocket, future first, yes. and also trade Justin Fields for like yes. a first or a second or something. I love that prediction, though. That's a very that's I. Like that would be it's a good one. Completely plausible. And I think I think Ryan Poles is just like he, he showed enough in what he did and didn't do that it wouldn't completely shock you. Yeah. Love it, man. Jamie coming out swinging here to start the season. All right, Jeb, what's your first prediction? All right, the Wild has uh, actually an incredibly important game at t- tonight that unfortunately is going to start around 9 o'clock because of national TV against the Colorado Avalanche. So I'm just gonna, going to I'm going to make Declan very proud by making a prediction that's going to come off the board immediately and the, say this, the Wild will beat the Avalanche in the game tonight, which is Wednesday night. Okay. So the Wild will beat Colorado at home. Where are we at? Uh, Colorado's been scuffling a little bit, right? Are they, They're yeah. in the playoff picture. They right. are. They are. Declan made that bold prediction yeah, at the you beginning guys all of the year that, at me. That, that they were not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, and I still think that they will pass the Wild eventually. But yes, they are definitely. They they've had a lot of injuries and inconsistencies because of that. So yes, they are. They are not where they were a year ago, which was the class of the league. Mm. Yeah. All right, the Dexter. I'll make a Wild prediction as well. So the Wild have eight games remaining in February. So write this down. The Wild will collect at least 10 points from now through the end of the month. So basically there's 16 total points up for grabs for the Wild through the end of February. They will collect at least 10 points. Okay. Okay. Write it down. All right, let's make a Wolves prediction here. Shocking, I know. Write this down. By the way, uh, flagrant howls from yesterday, a celebration of the clamps that were put on the Dallas Mavericks uh, elite scorers is one of the most listened-to episodes of the season nice. so far, so check that out if you haven't. Judd's Hockey Show as well, multiple days a week. Jesse Pierce joining, so check that out. Um, here's my prediction. So the Wolves are currently two games above 500. They have not yet been three games above 500 this season. They've been two games above 500 a bunch of times, but they've yet to like get to that three games above. The Wolves, write this down, 
will win their next two games and be four games above 500 for the first time all season. I think they're going to be favored in both. It's home games, one before the All-Star break against Washington, and then one, they're like a 500 team, and then one after the All-Star break against Charlotte, who's bad, but did beat the Wolves in a pretty embarrassing fashion a few weeks back. So uh, they will win their next two home games and be four games above 500. Jamie? Okay, that's too close to the Wolves prediction I was going to make. So I'll go. I have five of them, so oh, that wow. helps he's, me he's narrow it. He's, he's going to his alternate <laughs> predictions here. Alternate predictions. <laughs> so I'm going to make a World Series prediction, and this is inspired by my friend Tommy, who's a big Yankees fan. And I'm going to predict a 2023 Subway Series nice. with the Yankees and the Mets. But um, Tommy won't be happy with me. I'm going to say the Mets beat the Yankees. Wow. I love the swings here from Jamie. Aggressive yeah. swings. Well, and the Mets are promising championships right now. Well, who's yeah, there? They so they have, they have I Verlander, just up. They spent a ton of money in the offseason. Yeah, Steve Cohen doesn't care. Isn't he, their payroll pushing like $400 million or something? It's ridiculous with luxury tax included. Yeah, I thought it came down a little bit because I, I think the Korea thing was going to drive it absolutely through. And more but anyway, it's tax. a lot. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's over to Judd for your second prediction. All right, so on Purple Daily, write that down, I predicted the Denver Broncos with um, Sean Payton would emerge as a playoff team. So since spring training is starting, I'm going to do the same thing for a baseball team that has made a managerial change. Although I saw that Jacob DeGrom is going to be slow cooked a little bit because he showed up at camp with an ailment, which is so Jacob DeGrom, it's unbelievable. The Texas Rangers will make the playoffs this season. The Texas Rangers coming off a very disappointing year with uh, Bruce Bruce uh, Bochy, who's now, I think, 82 years old, but I actually like him. Is he, is he serious? No, no, he's, okay. I think he's late 60s. But anyway, he they will make the playoffs this season. Okay. Love the random Texas Rangers. Yeah, very here. interesting. Exciting time to be a baseball fan. Um, <laughs> it's not I'll, my fault. Uh, over to Dex. Sorry, I was going to cut you off there, but we'll go to Dex. Uh, I have a Wolves prediction as well, so write this down. Mike Conley will have a better field goal percentage and three-point percentage with the Wolves than he did in his 43 games with the Grizzlies this season. So he'll have better field goal percentage, a better three-point percentage in his Wolves tenure than he did in the 43 games this season with Memphis. I think it's like 40% from the field, which I think actually should be a lock. And then the three-point percentage I'm spitballing, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was like 38 37%. He'll shoot better in both those categories with the Wolves. So there's a lot of listeners sitting here wondering, are they going to let Declan hang himself? Are they going to let Declan just get buzzed immediately for this prediction being incorrect out of his mouth? Because he didn't play for the Memphis Grizzlies this season. Whatever the hell team he is. Utah Jazz. He's been with Utah for for a few years, but he was with Memphis for like 12 years to start his career. So I think I don't like the gotcha thing. I, I think sometimes listeners want us to do the gotcha thing. Like, oh, he said it. I think unless it's like an egregious, like that's an honest mistake. And it brings up something that we should talk about for the 2023 write that down season. Should we look to play gotcha? I don't think we should ever do it with listeners because you're coming on here. You're making like we should help listeners not step. If in. our wording is incorrect in a le- legal sort of way, I love it. Gotcha. Okay. 
But if you have the wrong team, no. Yeah, like, like, that's just a mistake. Okay. So where do we draw that line? Let's say Judd says uh, Adam Thielen will score 10 touchdowns in 2022, and he scores 15, which would actually be a shock. Well, I mean, we've asked before, are you being specific? I think we should always count. Yeah, I think if you're – I almost feel like it should be at least is, is a given. Like if you say, uh, you know, Declan's going to bat 400 well, and write that down this or year. Or make he it clear that you're saying, he get... Or make it clear that you're saying 10. Like because some, sometimes for, you know, an opportunity at a – home run yeah. prediction you will give an exact uh but i do think that if you have something where the where the semantics is wrong yeah okay. i think it's very fair okay yeah because like i think there's a lot of listeners that would rather us have been silent there and then next week be like oh sorry declan you said oh, memphis so you're wrong yeah i don't i don't know i, I think that's I'm with you on that. we can take feedback if you guys have thoughts on that in the this is your show too so hit us up in the on twitter and in the in the score north uh, youtube comment section okay write this down the Minnesota Twins will use at least six different starting pitchers in the first seven games of the season. I think they're going to go six-man rotation out of the gate. Gotcha. So uh, they'll use at least six different starting pitchers in the first seven games of the season. Write that down. There's no reason not to. you got a bunch of guys that have been banged up. Kenta Maeda, it's going to be cold. It's one of the deepest rotations in baseball. I mean, it just lights years ahead of other, a, every other rotation. It's an unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Team. One of the best oh, in baseball. Oh, oh my the God. The depth Florida. of Kenta Maeda and Bailey Ober. You guys, okay, Please. can I say, I this morning woke up I'm excited and, I, and, and I was actually sort of excited for spring training and yeah, twins baseball. For the, I've come out of like my twins fog, at least temporarily. And I actually think this is the best Twins rotation in at least 10 years on paper. No sarcasm. I hear where your sarcasm is coming from because I've been there with you guys for the last two years. But I actually woke up this morning feeling like, okay, you know, I'm not like fully sucked back in yet. I need to see this thing play out on the field, but I can see a path here. Well, I mean, even uh, cross sports, but the projections on the wild from analytics and everything. Oh, they're the deepest team in the NFL. Great. They have a lot of depth. Do they have top end talent to keep up and score goals? No, they do not. You know what I don't like? You know what's pissing me off personally? <laughs> it grinds your gears. You know what grinds my gears? Not nearly enough is being made of the, the fact that although he had pretty good health in 2022, this kid they got in the Arise trade has a history of arm issues. Pablo, Pablo Lopez? Lopez? Yes, Pablo Lopez has arm issues previously, okay? It was like 2020. Was that the yeah, last? Yeah, but I'm done. But 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 I'm also done. Being it's like, hard to find. I think once you get doctors. like once you get like that's the thing. It's tricky. Like with Mally and with um, Paddock, it was like within the last six months or three months they've had right. shoulder and elbow issues. I just want huge to point it out. I just if it was two or three years ago, it's hard because okay, well every pitcher has something. Right. But I think that every story written about the Twins and this guy Lopez in particular should include a clause of. The Twins' history recently with obtaining pitchers has been horrid, so don't be surprised if his arm ends up falling off on the mound at Target Field. Every article written about the Twins Everything should have like an written, italicized paragraph yes, to start with saying, this team, yeah. this team has shown the highest <laughs> level of incompetence when obtaining pitchers in recent... Read at your own risk. Oh, my God. Uh, Jamie, what's your third and final prediction? Uh the wrestling is like my only vice I have left in life. Nice. Oh. So I'm going to make an AEW revolution prediction. Well, let's go. Scissor um, me, daddy. There, there's going to be at least three title changes on March 5th 
and Jade Cargill will lose her TBS title. Will that launch her into bigger things? Possibly, yeah. Okay. Maybe okay. she'll move on to the women's title. Uh, see okay. that? Yeah. So three title changes, including Jade. Yes. Okay. Because she won her 52nd match last night on Elevation. What, uh, what's your, I'm putting you on the spot here, Jamie, but what is your Mount Rushmore favorite wrestlers? Uh, I've always been a fan of Brock Lesnar, um, Undertaker, Bret Hart, and currently, I guess one of my new favorite wrestlers, I like those kids from the Twin Cities, the tag team, um, what do they call themselves? Are the are the are the Jackson guy? Are those? Are, they're no, not, not from the Jack. Uh, no, not the Jacksons. Um, top Flight. Okay, they're from oh. Minneapolis. Yeah. Okay. So I'm at Let's get it. Awesome. No right. Bachwinkle. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't be on my Rushmore. They're just fun to watch. No yeah. Bachwinkle. No George the Animal Steel. I, I did see. Favorites. I did see Hulk Hogan before he was Hulk Hogan at the Mankato Armory. Ooh, that's cool. That's a that's good memory. Cool. That's pretty awesome, man. Love that. So that was kind of cool. Well, Jamie, I suppose you'd have to put Hogan up there. I don't know, man. I think, like, yeah, yeah. This is we should just do a full podcast on this. I, I can go back to those days. Mount Rushmore of uh, of uh, of favorite wrestlers. Jamie, great stuff here. Coming out swinging to start the 2023 season, rocking the uh, purple daily hooded sweatshirt there. Since you've got this life changing platform, uh, Mackie and Judd, is there anyone you'd like to thank that brought you to this moment? Um, obviously, the. Uh, gimmicky one is my wife for putting up with me watching sports all the time although my seven-year-old daughter becca has become a timberwolves fan so she was like (laughs) she's like when do the timberwolves play again so we can watch them again yes and uh you guys rescued me from you know the purple kool-aid and uh people like realistic randy you know who's all part of the the purple family awesome man well, thank you again for the kind words, the great predictions, and we'll do it again sometime, right, Jamie? Super. All right. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Guest listener predictor, Jamie. Let's make one last trip around the room here. Uh, Judd, what's your third and final? I'm going to stay on the baseball train here. Since I am, just to be clear, excited about the start of the season, the new rules are I absolutely love. So my last write that down for this week. People are complaining too much. About the new rules? No, it's going to speed the game up. It's going to be glorious. And, saw, and here's... our guy Lavelle wrote. I love Lavelle, but like he wrote a big like, "This is going to ruin the game." Oh my god! No. You know what I can't wait for? Stop. The game is being ruined yeah, as it the is. Game's ruined. I can't <laughs> wait. 
April is going to be filled with ejections. It's going to be marvelous because managers are going to go ballistic because they're going to pinch guys for box. In, in fact, they they came out at, at some instructional thing a couple of days ago and said, we are going to enforce the Bach rule again consistently, yeah. which they haven't done in Dude, years. Here's another the guys are going to get tossed left and right. Another thing. And I know you're about to make a prediction here, but like, that's okay. I've heard a lot of people complaining about the shift. Well, the shift is going to, you're going to, or, or we're going to eliminate the shift. And we don't know what that's going to do to numbers. What's it going to do to the numbers? I don't give a rip. Wait, what numbers? But like it might, it might alter. People are worried, and they're always like this in baseball, that we need the numbers to be sort of uniform. You can't have like <laughs> weird deviations. You know, like in football, which does not care about numbers. They just care right. about the games and the entertainment of the product. Right. No one is up in arms that the rule changes have led to every mediocre quarterback throwing for 4,000 yards. When you compare it to like the old guys, they want if that. Fran Tarkenton threw for 3,000 yards, it was a big season, right? Correct. They changed the number of games. They've changed the rules to make it more entertaining for the, for the majority of fans. Baseball is so obsessed with like, well, what if we do this? Is the home run record going to do? But it's the like, shift who cares? Already altered the statistics big time. I mean, shortstops were playing basically uh, – Third baseman yeah. were playing right field. Manny Machado yeah. was playing the line. You, but you, but you talk can't, about but you can't alter where defensive players. The NBA eliminated illegal defense, hand checking, and drew a new line on the court. Yes, and the game you, is more it, fun because of it. Yes, <laughs> so. yes. Um, all right. So my final, write that down. Dave Roberts will be fired as the Dodgers manager either during the season or after it. So, so this has an end date after the season. So, like, if we get, you know, if we get uh, whatever December of two thousand and twenty-three, yeah, put a date on it just for it's fun. It's too late. Uh, you say by December first. Okay, December first. Yeah. But he is going to be fired. He is going to be fired as the Dodgers ma- manager. And for semantics, I don't. Off the record, I don't think it's during the season, but just in case. Oh my! Uh, who's a good girl? Who wants Dave Roberts fired? Too? You know what this is? Little treat, little Nutrisource. Little, oh, little Nutrisource is good. That's that's awesome. Anyway, that's my final prediction. Okay, love the random uh, baseball seasons here. The random baseball predictions. All I right, love Dex. this time of year for baseball. It's fun. Yeah. All right, Phil. I don't know if you have one in your chamber, but uh, I'm gonna make a I Tiger do. Woods prediction. I do. If you know, uh, if you knew exactly <laughs> I knew where I was going. going. To. Uh, so, yeah, he's playing Genesis Open first time in 500 days, I believe. This is the first tournament he's playing in um, since the 2022 Masters? Or the other so, the 2021 Masters? Did he play in the 21? I mean, if it was 21 Masters, it would be 500 some days. Yeah. yeah. Um, so write this down. I'm just, I'm just keep this pretty simple, to be honest, because as of this morning on Bovada, he is minus 185 to miss the cut. But to make the cut, he's plus 145. So odds are he will. Likely to miss the cut. Likely to miss. So write this down. Tiger Woods makes the cut at the Genesis Open. That is my prediction. Uh, I think the Genesis Open is usually a pretty low scoring. So you you, got to shoot. Tiger sometimes does when he's in grind mode or his his swing's not perfect. He actually fares better sometimes in tournaments where, like, you just have to hold strong and not. But you're going to have to finish like minus 15 or 20 to win this thing. And then to make the cut, you're going to have to go pretty low, too. But here's my prediction. Write this down. Despite the odds being against Tiger Woods making the cut and playing well and him being old and injured, Tiger Woods will shoot below par in at least one of the first two rounds at the Genesis. That was almost my exact prediction. And then I changed it. 
I don't, I don't have confidence he's going to make the cut, but I think he's going to show up one day. Like, I could see him shooting, like, Thursday. minus one. Is it tomorrow, right? Yep. Yeah, like, he could shoot, yeah, minus one tomorrow, and then, like, then he shoots, like, a 75 or something. And misses the yeah, game. round two, is his his back and legs are probably gone. Well, and he, I think he's teeing off one. at, like, 6.30 in the morning, did I see tomorrow? Yeah, he's with, uh, I think, JT and, and McElroy. And McElroy, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, boys. Way to kick off a new season here of Write That Down. All hail the greatest performer yeah. in Write That Down history. Yeah. Declan, Yo, the Yo, predictor Goff. Declan, the soothsayer Goff. Mm-hmm. We all bow down to him and look up at the top of the mountain. Uh, let's, you guys, I think we should talk a little twins tomorrow. Pitchers and catchers. Let's, let's, let's flush out. I can I sense like it. I woke up with, with less twins angst today than I have in a long time. You guys lashed out a little bit halfway through this episode and just started kind of you know, mocking the twins. So no, I'm tired of I'm just tired of us accepting the fact that they are making correct decisions on pitching when they continue let's, to screw that. Let's talk that through up. it. Let's talk through it tomorrow. Speaking of uh, the shift quickly, did did you guys see? I saw this morning. Did you guys see what people think is going to ha- happen with the shift? So you can't. So the infielders all have to be on their proper side of the base. They'll just start and, sprinting once the pitch is and delivered. Their feet, no, and their feet have to be on the in, infield dirt. As far as I know, and this is correct, what doesn't the shift address? You can make the dirt as big as you want if you're a grounds crew. It doesn't affect outfielders. Oh, yeah. They they oh. think that managers for for the Max Keplers, managers are going to take the left fielder, put him shallow right field where the second baseman used Little to. Rover. The third baseman then will have his feet on the dirt, but will but will the third baseman and and center fielder will be responsible through shading for left field. So the third baseman, is, but the third baseman has to keep his foot on the dirt. Correct. So but, you you'd still have a gaping hole down the line in left field because the third baseman can't like stand back fifteen feet. But let's just say that the thought process is a Buxton or a a Michael A. Taylor has the speed where the ball would have to be like basically against the left field line to fall hmm. in. Interesting. And a guy like Kepler or Gallo is so likely to still pull the ball that the left fielder could make the play the second baseman used to make. Yeah. Drama. Shift drama. And We've got bigger we'll, bigger bases. We've got runners on bases. second base. Oh, my God, but you can't put a runner on second base. You've been playing for three and a half hours, okay? Yeah, let's okay. just get the show on the road for well, and sense. And, yeah, yeah, let's speed. Exactly. Let's do everything we can to speed this thing up. The only way I would draw the line in extras is if they literally went to a home run derby. I don't want that. But you know, anything else? After about the Ghost 13th runner? inning, I would uh, be open to a conversation oh, there. Don't. That will, be, that will come up someday. Oh, man. All right, that's a wrap on Mackie and Judd here today. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. And if you could, click the subscribe button on the Score North and Purple Daily YouTube channels as we uh, continue to build, along with your help, this community of Minnesota sports fans. We'll see you guys tomorrow for some Reckless Speculation Thursday.